welcome to episode 170 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john and i'm nick aka great Podinsky. well just want to welcome nick great Podinsky, as we said to the podcast here um so we're actually going to do as everybody probably guessed here um we have nick as a guest here for an interview today so how's it going man not too bad not too bad i usually ask john how's it's going but he can yeah you're way more interesting <laughs> i'm not gonna lie one of my favorite parts of you know, like having a guest host podcast is usually i just get to sit here and not say much just randomly throw in the occasional insult it's kind of great <laughs> <laughs> instead of having to like carry the entire show but yeah so yeah but i'm uh yeah how's it been going man like you know we haven't chatted for oh, i suppose we just did before the show but nobody else heard that so i'm uh but how's it going you know well, it's like, going well it's going well it's busy working and covid stuff and kids and all that yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> hear you, but, um so uh for people who may not know out there which is probably actually most people but um <laughs> so uh nick is a Twitch streamer, I guess we'll we'll say a hobby streamer or something like that. I don't know how yeah. would you how would you define yourself? I guess. Yeah, I, I that's exactly exactly it. Twitch streamer, hobbyist. Okay. Yeah, but um, and so we me me and him worked together a long time ago, so we kind of um uh, kind of knew each other from from before. Actually, we, we did a lot of stuff. We game together and stuff, so it's not like we just like cubicled together or something like that. You introduced me to Dwarf Fortress, which is a big part of it too. Oh yeah, it's me and my stream a lot. Yeah, dude, are are you friggin' stoked for the Steam version of Dwarf Fortress? Sorry. Like, yes, it's gonna be fantastic. Oh man, I, like I, I I've been watching the update logs and I'm just like, yes, just give me this. <laughs> yep. Oh, it looks so nice. It looks yeah. so good. Meth and oh, they're all look. Everyone's doing an amazing job with it. Yeah, I'm guessing you're gonna have that hot on the stream as soon as it's oh, yeah. live. I'll have to I'll have to check it out, but and everybody else should too. But we'll get to that later. So um. I mean, I kind of shared some of it here, but I'm, uh, so, yeah, unless, unless John wants to interject something here before I start going crazy, but. <laughs> an insult uh, or two? Oh, not, not an insult, a recommendation. You need to listen to the song Iridium by The Sid. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that comment I made on the last time I was watching your stream when someone introduced you to Shake That Bagpipe. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't but, know who that is. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, like the the last time that I popped in your stream <laughs> for like fifteen minutes, and you started yeah. talking with Dwarf Fortress, and you're you're looking for like folk music to play while listening to it, and someone showed you the Sid, the, the specifically their song "Shake That Bagpipe." Yeah, but that was a sick you, song. You need to. Li I actually I actually own the CD that that song's on. That that album was our anthem to GP Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of great, but you need to listen to Iridium, which is my favorite song by them. Which everything about the Sid is basically like club music, but with bagpipes and flutes. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like that's their thing. And Iridium, yeah, like Iridium is just like a banger. It's it's impossible to listen to and not get super hyped. You need to listen to it. I took a note. I'll take a note. Yeah, that came up because uh, we were talking about uh, bardcore music. A buddy just introduced me to yeah. like three weeks ago. That came out. <laughs> During the quarantine, and it's freaking amazing. Let's take like pop songs and make them in like this old folky, like medieval sound. It's just amazing. I love it. It's a fantastic genre. I love it's, twisted yeah. genres like that. So yeah, it reminds me of that uh, postmodern jukebox, which actually Fletcher introduced me to. Dang right, except yep. Older. <laughs> yeah, except, <laughs> medieval. except a little bit older, like <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. no, this is one guy who did like a. I can't remember his name, but uh, he has like actually like all the old school instruments. He like dresses up like a bard. It's actually it's it's really cool. Is that the guy that did um? Uh... Oh, what song was that that you sent me? Uh this is Move Down song. Um... Yeah, uh, Aerials. Yeah, Aerials. Yep, there. Dude, that was uh, dope. <laughs> that was awesome. All the bard. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. Cool but, music though. I like yeah, it. It's worth it. But cool. All right. Well, that was insightful, John. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> But um, all right. Uh, so, I mean, why, why don't we just get off the ground here and just um, uh, even though I did a lot of this before, uh, Nick, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do with this stuff, and um, uh, yeah, just give us a give us an overview of you. Stream stuff, me. Yeah. Um, Stream stuff, you. Sure, we'll go with that. 
so I've been streaming for like a year and a half-ish, I think. I don't know. I I literally did two years ago, maybe three years ago. I didn't even know what Twitch was. I think actually, no. I watched Twitch when Splatoon 2 came out because there was a popular YouTuber who started streaming. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch him. And I didn't know what it was. I just watched him, only him. And then when I started this new job, I had a buddy who was really into Twitch. So I was kind of watching it too. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then after a while, he just talked to me about how he's going to start streaming. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try that too. It's kind of fun. And started streaming Door Fortress, of all things. And... <laughs> It was fun. I enjoyed it. It's, you know, you can chat yeah. people while playing games and it's interactive. It's different than just YouTube where, you know, you post content and it gets watched afterwards. It's very mm-hmm. interactive and engaging. So um, shortly after I found out I liked it, I I stopped because I was using my, my work laptop in the basement. Typically, <laughs> you know, because I've got to be quiet because, you know, the kids and wife, everyone's sleeping. Lights mm-hmm. are out usually because, again, got to keep it dark and quiet. And I'd be sitting on the couch totally like reclined just like with a crappy laptop mic and everything i eventually got a second monitor i hooked up literally this external monitor on this uh on the the ottoman it was just the most janky (laughs) setup ever and (laughs) (laughs) but it was fun and then and then shortly after you know a few months later i ended up building a pc i didn't even have a desk or pc at the time so i i bought a desk uh built a pc got a couple monitors got a webcam got you know a fancier setup you know and then i've added on from that over the years i've got a green screen now i've got and I, I think I busted your balls lights. pretty hard for the green screen. <laughs> oh, it's it's so nice though. I like it. And then third monitor, I don't know. I've got a stream deck button. I've upgraded my mic as well. I've got a mixer. I don't know. It, it's fun. It's it's something that's definitely is a little bit of an investment, but it's. I mean, most hobbies are investments. I mean, you, you put a lot of money into it. Don't we're we're a Magic the Gathering podcast. Like here's the deal. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <very true. laughs> we, we know about investment. <laughs> yeah, but, that that's one habit I had to kick too because that was very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't cheap. But so like, you know, obviously you're you're a streamer, you stream like Dwarf Fortress is one of the ones that you said before. Like what what games do you like? And I guess I'm uh you know, what what games do you think you're good at? <laughs> so I actually so Dwarf Fortress is like the first one, and then I actually got a capture card so I could stream my switch games. So I streamed like uh um and my Xbox. So I streamed like Rocket League for a couple a couple of times, Splatoon a couple of times, and then once I built my PC, I was like, Oh, I can play all these, you know, new games. I played uh played some shooters, which I haven't played since I was, you know, like a teenager basically and it was fun, but it's like I short, soon <laughs> after learned that I don't really wasn't as into them as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Also, not as good, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, getting old, getting old. And then sucked. I started going back to like RPGs and strategy games. So I primarily stream strategy games, RPGs, like colony management. So uh, Dwarf Fortress and um, currently I just finished Baldur's Gate last night. Um, going to go to Baldur's Gate two next. I might play Morrowind soon. I've I've played a bit of like everything. I'm starting to like specialize a little more in things I think I'm better at streaming. I can like things about like shooters. I don't feel like I can really add much content. I'm just I, I focus on the game. It's hard to actually like interact with chat because you have, it's a very like you know you you get you want to if you want to perform well you need to actually pay attention mm-hmm. to the game. So strategy games are great because I can I can just ramble on and talk and explain what I'm doing while I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. I can actually add content there. RPG is kind of the same as well, but strategy is like the easiest one you know dwarf fortress i can you know explain what i'm doing i can almost give it make it educational of some sorts too so i can you know explain what i'm doing what key presses i'm doing how i make things work why yeah that kind of stuff so i like that i like that genre the most to stream i think that's most i'm the most comfortable streaming strategy games one yeah, actual oh, sorry. sorry one actual uh, interesting thing about in regards to you doing strategy games you are the reason why i finally um like finally pushed me over the edge to actually buy uh warhammer uh total war warhammer 2 or whatever it is it's a good game i have not played any of it i've been wanting to buy it for a while but you're the reason why i finally actually bought it so nice nice (laughs) <laughs> Look at that! You're 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 an influencer now too. Add that, add, that, add that to your resume. <laughs> but <I'm>, uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, it, I'll, I'll say like I'm you know I'm not on your stream all the time, obviously, but anything. But when I've watched it, like I think I watched you play like Halo and stuff one time. And yeah. Um, uh, but and then I've watched you play like the strategy games and stuff like that. And you see, you do seem very much. You're much more at home in the game the strategy games especially when you can talk through everything you're thinking about and not just have to react to things like i've noticed you you like to um talk talk things out as you're thinking through them regardless like it's just something that you kind of like to process but it's something you kind of like good yeah it's a good skill to have for streaming 
Yeah, that's what I've, I've kind of forced myself, you know, taught myself to do that over, over the course of streaming because you you need to you don't need to keep the air filled with you know you can't have dead air otherwise it's boring. Why would people want to just sit there while you'd be yeah. all quiet not doing anything? So you just learn to like exp, you know explain what you're doing. If you can't really do that, then you kind of just try to bring up you know random topics or anything, any talk about your day or ask people about their day, whatever. Just anything to keep the air going. Yeah, yeah, to keep things going, like uh. You know, me and me and John kind of every once in a while we we fire up streams and we've been doing our co-op Halo runs and stuff like that. And it's it's much easier to do that when you have somebody to talk to. Um, yes. <laughs> way back, way back, I streamed uh, Arena, um, Magic Arena, myself and stuff like that. And gosh, that was just it was it's, hard. Like it's just tough getting it's like you get in your head and you don't think about vocalizing it. Yep, it's it's a really weird thing to get used to. And then once you add in the camera, it's also really weird because you know it's like there. You're on camera, you know, the light's there, you can see it on looking, it's like, oh god, you make sure you're not, like, touching your face or doing weird, like, it really makes you, like, pay attention to what you're doing, and then, like, after a while you get comfortable, I hardly notice it's even there now, I just kind of, it becomes natural, but, it, yeah, it's really weird to get used to, and and when you first stream, you know, there's nobody there, you have to you have to get used to talking literally to yourself, which is what YouTubers do all the time, so actually, if you're a YouTuber and you move to Twitch, it's actually easier, because you already know how to talk to yourself, and, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it definitely takes some getting used to, it takes some you learn some new skills. You get better at talking. I was terrible at talking too. I still feel I'm not the greatest, but like, I would mumble way too much, talk way too fast. Now I've gotten to the point where I can, I, I don't know. I think I can actually make sense a little bit, and people can understand me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to hope so. At least. It and everything and enunciate yeah. and all that. Yeah, I I have the problem of um I've noticed just editing the podcast of trailing off. So like like I'll I'll be talking and then I'll be like add a little quip at the end like that. You know that that yeah. kind of thing, and it really makes things problematic but yeah that's the nice thing too is like you can watch like on twitch it's it's like saves a copy of your vod you can go watch it yep. afterwards you can that's something you, that's very recommended from everybody's like watch your vod you know yeah. see what you're doing listen to what you're doing listen to anything you need to fix or what you can you know what i watch this is this interesting and then you can improve whatever yeah have you so like going to the gameplay wise have you ever like rewatched your gameplay and like hit a point when you're like what the hell was I thinking there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I I saved a couple arena vods and stuff like that, and I remember like looking back over those and being like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> God, you're an idiot!" But so like, I don't know with the strategy games. I could see it's like missing something completely or whatever as you're yep. doing things. But you know. yeah, like if you do something, you're like, "Oh wait, that's why my fortress died because I didn't, you know, plug this hole or I didn't do something." Yeah. Yeah. That'll happen kind of a lot. <laughs> So one actual thing that yeah you and you and Fletcher kind of brought up there was the fact that you do primarily stream solo. You yes. don't normally you don't normally stream with someone, and I am also very very similar to Fletcher, where I also did try streaming Magic at one point just because I was playing it anyways, and I was very very quiet when I stream because I'm just very very quiet when I play Magic by myself, and. That's when me and Fletcher are doing things together, we're a lot more vocal. It's a lot easier on that. Like, do you find it is like, as you know, as I just mentioned, you are a primarily solo streamer. Do you find it easier or harder when you actually stream with someone like a, a co person with you? So I guess it kind of goes back to when I first, when I first started doing Dwarf Fortress solo, it was obviously very quiet and stuff. When I got back into it, I started playing shooters with a bunch of friends. So I was always in voice chat with people. It's, mm -hmm. It's easier, but it's also harder. Like I, I nowadays, I don't like really streaming with a voice chat with people because it, I, I feel it's harder to interact with the audience, with the viewers, and I feel like they, you know, if you have two people talking and then, you know, someone in chat comes, you know, I was like, oh, you know, they're talking to each other. I want to kind of get in the conversation, but it's kind of hard because you don't want to be like a third wheel. I just, I, yeah, in my in my streaming style, it feels like I've I've kind of gone away from that i definitely prefer being solo it's it's easier for me to do solo as well because i can just i can ramble on whereas if there's another person on the side i have to kind of like involve them because you don't want to ignore the person you're talking to obviously and you it's it's weird because you don't want to like if they're also streaming is another thing too because if if there's two streamers in voice chat together you got to be mindful of you know if they're talking to their chat you don't really want to like over talk them or if you know oh thanks for donating ten dollars or something it's like you don't want to like it's it's kind of weird. There's just different dynamics like that. You gotta kind of I I think are kind of weird. I gotta I try to shift away from like I require voice uh push to talk usually if I'm streaming with another streamer, which most most do. But um yeah I don't know I I've grown to like the solo style because I can just kind of blabber on as much as I want about stuff that I want. 
it's a little easier, but it definitely is easier getting used, uh, getting into streaming with another person. Cause like you said, you can, you can, it's a little more active. Usually you can, um, find more things to talk about. You can work off each other's, uh, what each other are saying. So it's, it really is just what you prefer or do both and see what, what you like more. <laughs> yeah. I personally have no aspirations to be a streamer. I just enjoy. I every once in a while I'll go back and like watch Fletcher's vods and stuff from when he, because he usually streams on Twitch and I just stream over Discord whenever we do our Halo grinding. Mm-hmm. So that you know, I've obviously like you know, I know my own perspective and I tend to watch his chat because he tends to not pay attention to it when he streams. So. <laughs> no, I'm way I'm way better now that I have the setup right, but nobody ever shows up, so it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it is. I mean, especially on Twitch because Twitch is so oversaturated. And there's yeah, no yeah, discoverability, which is the biggest issue in the platform. It's just no no discoverability. If you're playing Halo and there's streamers who have like thousands oh, yeah. of viewers, you're scrolling yeah, pages, pages down. It's mm-hmm. impossible to find you. Yeah. That's one nice thing I'm sure about you streaming Dwarf Fortress. Is there's not yes. a, you're not competing against like, you know, the the League of Legends streamers and all that no. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely one of the reasons that I like I like streaming games like that, because it's it's easier to find you know, have people find your stream because if you're, you know, there's two people streaming to a fortress. I'm usually, you know, if I'm you, one of those two, 50 50 chance you're gonna click on me, so that's a higher yeah. chance someone will find me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I'm, uh, what honestly, what surprised you most about getting into streaming and everything and starting that? Um, so when I first started, I didn't think I'd ever want to be on camera just because I, I thought it'd feel really awkward and weird and. Just I just after streaming without one, I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna try to get one and see how it goes. And it's just something I you get used to. I again talking to yourself on camera, you get used to. It's just mm-hmm. there's a lot of skills you acquire that you don't realize you need to have. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff you learn while doing it, and a lot of even if you don't intentionally like seek out how to get better at this, you just kind of do as you you know you get experience from uh actually doing. Yeah, I mean any. Yeah, any endeavor kind of works like that too. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. like the podcasting stuff, it's like I've learned certain things here and everything. Like that, you brought up the dead air on stream thing and stuff like that. And it's like when you're recording the podcast, like trying to make sure there's no breaks and everything. And stuff right, like especially that. in a podcast, even though, you can, it, even though you can edit it and everything and yeah. not talk over as much as you can. But yeah, especially the podcast, that's all audio. So you got to make sure it's, you know, <laughs> especially no dead spots and no, no dead yeah. air there. But I, I'm assuming that the talking by yourself in front of a camera got a lot easier once people started actually talking in your chat, though, because you, you get to play off your chat as opposed to just filling the dead air yourself. Oh, it's so much easier. It's so much better when you have a ch- people to talk to in chat. Yeah, because like it not only. Yeah, like you said, it's, it doesn't like it, it gives you on different topics. It can actually make it much more entertaining for you and for people to watch because you can be joking mm-hmm. with chat and stuff. And yeah, it's definitely. It's it's just you know you have to go in with the expectation there's nobody going to be nobody watching nobody chatting for a while because you gotta yeah. depending on the game at least I mean if you go to Door Fortress chances are you'll probably get someone popping your stream and talk to you if you're streaming like you know like you said League of Legends or something uh, good luck finding people to watch you I mean you might get an occasional person or just trolls coming in yeah troll you but <laughs> I got a lot of I identify as an attack helicopter when I was streaming Magic so. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. tend, you got people to show up though. <laughs> yeah, I, I tended to either annoy them or ignore them or block them depending on my mood at the time. Yeah. So I wasn't very big on like, you know, I wouldn't mind growing a community. I don't want you to be part of it if I do. So. No, and that's a big thing too is like some people will, you know, if someone's, you know, like very toxic y and they're just like there to kind of annoy you, but they're still there. It's like people say, oh, it's a viewer, but it's like, no, it's not the viewer you want. Because if you go into someone's chat and you see some toxic person talking and the streamer's kind of going along with it, you're like, I don't want to hang out here because it's all just, you know, it's not a fun place to be around. Yeah, actually, your, your chat does show what your demeanor is going to be perceived like. Yeah, which is why you want to have rules set and actually enforce the rules, or at least, you know, to a close extent. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions, and you don't want to, like, someone walks in and, you know, says something borderline, you don't want to just immediately get rid of them. You know, if, they, if you have, like, no swearing as a rule and someone swears, it's like, well, you know, it's typically you want to give them some, some, uh, whatever there. Yeah. But, well, John did the wonderful segue. I was going to ask him, uh, so how, what, what is your approach to, you know, the community around your chat. I mean, how big is the community around your chat? And um, uh, like, what's you know, how how did building that community 
work and affect your stream and everything? Um, I mean, does he stream longer? You just, you know, you'll pick up people. Depends on the game you're playing, of course. But you'll pick up people. Um, obviously, I hang out with other streams too, so I get to know people that way. I mean, you don't, you don't ever want to go promoting your stream, but you want to meet other people, and then eventually, you know, somehow conversations come up, and then ask if any streamers are out there, whatever. You can, you know, get kind of people that way, and then you'll start having people pop by more often. Um, and I forget your question. Oh, um, so <laughs> how how did you go about building a community, basically? And oh, about, sorry. Yep. And no. how did it affect your stream and everything? No, that's all good. So, it it heavily depends on the game you play too. Because if you're again, if you're playing over, overly saturated game, nobody shows up. If you're playing lots of different games, you're gonna have. Let's say if you go from like shooters, okay, people who come by and watch you want want to watch you play shooters. Then you start playing strategy games. Well, they don't want to watch strategy games, so you kind of have to like specializing in like one genre or even one game is like easiest way to build a community and then you know again have established rules so you people know what to expect you can kind of um i don't like grow the community that you want or shape i don't know shape it the way you want it to by having rules in place and enforcing those um i mean like i have a discord so people can join discord and hang out outside of stream i have a twitter but that really i found twitter at least for people that i know it's mostly i know other streamers on twitter i don't really have many viewers that actually follow me on twitter it's mostly discord so discord's a really good place to you know be able to talk to people outside of stream if they want to you know interact with either other streamers or people want to actually join your your, your discord okay. obviously early on it's going to be just you and maybe a couple other people but yeah yeah i mean it- discord has been kind of a boon to the to the gaming world it fe- feels like it's done a lot for I mean, Discord's amazing. it's been really useful for us. Like, I love yeah. it. But... No, I love Discord. It's fantastic. Even just chatting with people, if, you know, I'll message you and just say, hey, how's it going? It's, it's, it's so easy. You can do voice chats. You can do video. You can share. Like, like you, you do all the time. You can, you know, stream yeah. a game. You can share your screen with one person or in, like, a little chat room. It's yeah, that, so like, versatile not to. Yeah, that's our big thing is just, like, hopping into the voice chat and just sharing whatever we're playing. So, well, especially now with, can happen. with COVID stuff, too, it's fantastic. Because, you know, people who play, let's say, D&D sessions, you can just do them remotely for, you know, voice chat or video oh, yeah. on on discord and a lot of people do that if only we could do that right john <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes sorry we've been lamenting our, our not being able to to game like that so it's been just torture but yeah i was like un- unrelated but there are things we could do in regards to that <laughs> uh, to be fair we got the gaming group together and started playing seven days to die so <laughs> yeah nice nice but that's been pretty sweet but yeah. Ran- random, game. random, pointless segue that's completely unrelated to what we're talking about. But it's I I realized this in Discord when we initially started the group chat for preparing for this podcast of like the crazy little ways that me and Fletcher have gone about our out of person communication that just don't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> we literally started with email. Like yeah. me and Fletcher would email back and forth as communication in a time where text messaging existed. We would email each other. It was actually easier for me. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. I mean, at work, it's kind of easier too. That's what it was. Yeah. And then we switched to Facebook Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> and then we switched to Discord direct messages. And then yeah. eventually, Fletcher just made the the local meta Discord server, and now we just have our own channel that we talk in there all the yeah. time. But... <laughs> And then we can ask our, you know, and then we have all of our other channels for the interesting things. But. Yeah. Actually, okay. Completely related to everything we've been talking about, Nick, because everyone else in the world sucks and won't answer my question. <laughs> all right. So you have to make a Pokedex for Pokedex. the next game of yeah, 300 people. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I even listened to your, after, your last podcast about this. Here's the thing. is like, that takes a long time to go through and think of. I, I'm not an avid Pokemon player nowadays. Here's so I don't, the deal. I don't I'm not looking for, Pokemon. I'm not looking for the exact Pokemon. I'm looking for the texture. I'm looking for what is it? Like John's is like, oh, it'd be, it'd be pretty ghost and dark heavy. You know, like mine would be pretty, pretty basic bitch. As I said, like it'd be pretty <laughs> vanilla. Like mine would be gen one, gen two, Mo- mostly gen one. Uh, I see we have a man of culture here. <laughs> well, to be fair, Gen 2 is mostly Gen 1. Right. Gen, Gen 2 is, is only yeah. 251 Pokemon. So. Yeah, so it's another hunter, right? Yeah, so. yeah, but, well, once you cut out all the extraneous, you basically need to choose, like, you have to add, like, 75 Pokemon, and you have, a, like, the perfect Pokedex. 
So. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> I kind of don't like that they've added like like 700 Pokemon's way too many in a game. Like, are we at the 800s now? Are we? I don't even know. All right, I, I don't sure know. So it's, I, it's way high. I haven't a confession. I haven't even beaten Pokemon Pokemon Shield yet. That's fine. For yeah, some great. reason, I I can't get into it as much as I could as, as so, much as I want to. Here's the deal with the with Pokemon Sword like Sword and Shield too. It's awesome. I really enjoyed it, but like. They give you friggin' blue balls at the end of that game. Like, you go into, like, the last gym, and I feel it's, like, the last half of the game is, like, screwing around trying to, like, complete the game then. Like, oh my god, like, that part of the game just tilted me off more than anything, I think. Yeah. And you make it that far. I have one or maybe two badges. Oh, really? The last bit takes forever. <laughs> like, I feel that's like... That's not game. I feel like Sword and Shield ranks pretty high on my power rankings and stuff. Like, you know, obviously, like Gen One and Two are like the top for me, but probably Gen Two. But I'm uh, like, I really liked X and Y, and like Sword and Shield. Oh, I love X and Y. Sword and Shield is close to X and Y for me. Like, I don't. It might overtake it. I'm not sure, but X and Y was was pretty freaking great in my opinion. I don't even know what it is I don't like about it. Like just I just like the story I've literally no interest in. Like I the cutscenes oh, yeah. just um, immediately pull me out. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to sit through this. And then like something is just like I, I don't know if I'm not in a Pokemon Pokemon mood. I don't know. I want to play uh Heart Gold or Soul Silver. I never played the remakes and I really want to at some point. Highly recommend. I know they look so good. And I love again Gen 2 is my favorite. Yep. Yeah. Gen when I beat dope. when I got Gen 2 back in the day, back before you know you go on the internet and read everything before you even play a game. Oh my god! When you beat the when you beat the Elite Four, and all of a sudden, all of the you know Gen One opens up. It's like, wait, what? You're like, what? This whole entire second oh. game, yeah, mind blowing, so yeah. freaking cool. That is one Plus, of those moments in gaming that you're just like, what? Like it just, yeah. it, it you can't you can't recreate that experience easily. And you're not spoiled online because you know the internet was kind of more you know of a fledgling thing back then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. And then plus it had Lugia, which is like the best legendary ever. So, I'll 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 allow it to be an opinion <laughs> i allow it to be near the top yeah it, here's the deal here's the deal like of that generation like lugia was the best uh legendary oh fight, yeah fight me but like, I, mean, I think suikun is like in contention i don't like i think suikun's a definite second but i don't i i think it's close but clear how about we say it that way? We'll use right. LSV's quote. <laughs> how many how many kids didn't realize that Lugia wasn't a water type? What was it flying ice or what? It's flying psychic. Oh no shit. I don't even you know. Exactly. No, no one I knows don't watch that. the movie because I had friends in high school. Actually I did. <laughs> I didn't. Actually, I'm pretty lie. sure I did go see the movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure good. I went and saw the movie with Keith, by the way. Yeah, Luki is a flying psychic type. Hmm. Like, and uh, no psychic one knows flying, that. Actually, psychic yeah. flying. Oh, yeah. psychic. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Mr. Pedantic over here. Like, no one, no one realizes that they're like, oh, it's like a water type or something like that, right? Because it's in the middle of the Swirl Islands. Is that what they were called? Seafoam. Like no, Seafoam Islands was the old yeah, one. Seafoam was Gen One. Whatever. Who knows? Whirlpool Islands or something. And, uh, Everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the, it's, it's like, you know, it's like a water type legendary because it like when you when you catch it, it like can no hydro pump and arrow blast and it's, it's like, actually called the Guardian of the Seas." Yeah, it's like nope, psychic type. It's like <laughs> what? <laughs> Dra dragon, not a dragon. Me, fun fact right here, right? I didn't know it was a psychic type until I played Soul Silver because <laughs> I was like randomly flipping through my team and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> there goes that stab bonus. <laughs> but uh, okay. Well, we got the most important questions out of the way at least, so that's covered. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> now, now, thanks. I've lost my train of thought myself for asking those insane questions. But no, I'm glad you did. I was actually hoping you would. Okay. <laughs> you you but, wanted us to go off track like we do on the regular. Of course. What's a podcast? Why would you stay on track? Come on. I mean, yeah, we're Let's basically like all over the place. So. <laughs> we're definitely but, not professionals. So. <laughs> uh man. Like 
like I'm trying to remember now. Like I'm pretty sure I asked all these questions that I had. Like or like I'm trying to remember what questions I asked and didn't on this list now that I have. Because right. I, I actually I, prepared, but... I got I got one. Okay. So, 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 so Nick, this is one that I was wondering about. Now originally it was going to be a whole separate question, but I realized it, it technically lumps into uh, a, a question Fletcher was going to ask you anyways. And his question has to do with like, what difficulties do you find with streaming? And you know, you kind of got into that already. The thing that I was wondering is, how do you like have free time for yourself? Because for for those who do, those who like don't know, you actually do have a pretty strict streaming thing. You stream yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? That leaves you Wednesday and Sunday for your own time. Correct. And at least from it's something that I've noticed in my life is like I don't really have excess free time to just kind of like throw around, you know. Like Mondays, I'm technically free after work, but Monday's the day that I have to wake up at four thirty in the morning and I work ten and a half hours. I usually come home and pass out. You know. Tuesdays yeah. <laughs> Tuesdays is sequestered as, you know, girlfriend day. Wednesdays are gaming day. Thursdays are me and Fletcher doing random shit day. Fridays used to be magic. Saturdays are Saturday morning is girlfriend time. Saturday night was magic podcast. And Sunday is like my only actual me time, as it were. So I was just curious, like, how do you actually have like free time to do things you want to do other than streaming? And, you know, yeah. as you mentioned, you have a family. Yeah, oh, I get that a lot. I mean, yeah, I've got you know, a full time job. I've got, you know, a wife and two kids and a house to maintain and other stuff like that. It's like, there's there's actually a, a Shen comics that sums this up perfectly. I don't know if you guys know Shen. He has popular comics on like Reddit and stuff. Okay. But he's he's standing there and he says, "Oh, I can't fit games in my schedule." He's looking at the schedule and has like sleep, work, and food. And then he's looking around, shifts his eyes, and he looks at it again. And he says, "Looks at the sleep thing." Pulls out the sleep block and he says, "Or can I?" And it's basically <laughs> that. I mean, I, I sleep on average like four to five hours a night. So. Oh my god! I, I was gonna say, I'm like, how do you survive <laughs> with the like? Because I know you, because you start your streams about the time, you know, about like 9 p.m. Yeah, 8:30, 8:30 to 9:30 is when. And I started. I'm like, like you know, 9 p.m. I'm like, all right, I got an hour before bedtime. Yeah, no, but 9 p.m. I drink up. two cups of coffee and I, I go stream. <laughs> so kids go to bed at usually like uh, 7 30 or 8 um wife will usually go watch a show maybe I'll watch a show with her or whatever and then i'll go maybe do a quick chore do a quick workout or something and then i chug some coffee and start stream basically is what i do or i hang so, out some streams beforehand and then i'll then i'll stream so you're you're banking on making the big stream bucks for when you friggin just die at 45 <laughs> like, no, this would not be a uh uh a, a super super long term thing. This is more of like, hey, I love doing this. this is fun. Yeah, I'm running fine. I'm you know five hours of sleep, so I'm gonna keep doing it this way until I start having issues. I mean, I I should say I do have an employee that sleeps like two to three hours a night. It works midnights and has been doing that for forty years. So like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's a beast. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, she is. But um, I forgot. Yeah, you know her. Wasn't so. she gonna retire like five years ago or like? No, Sorry, I don't know. But yeah, no, she's, <laughs> she's still she's still there and still kicking kicking butt. Nice. Um, but yeah, so like <laughs> I mean, but it's like, just sleep. It's literally I just so here's actually a step. When I, when we had our kids, you know, you have kids, you get no sleep. You basically sleep as much as you can. And then yeah. as kids start sleeping a little better, you start having a little more time at night. And I'm like, hey, you know, like I didn't play, I didn't play much video games at all the first like year or two when our first kid was born. Sounds like, accurate. I, I eventually got a 3DS and brought my 3DS to work so I could play. That's actually when I got Pokemon X and started yeah. playing that with you and stuff. I'd, I'd actually play that on my lunch break. That was my only so was only, only time for video games. Then as the kid got a little older, I was like, oh, they're actually in bed by, you know, like 8.30 or, you know, 8 or 8.30 or 9. I'm, I'm not tired yet. Maybe I'll go out to the living room and play games for a half an hour. And then, you know, I'll step to like 10. Then eventually that crept up to 10.30, then 11, 11.30, 12, and then they I'm start like streaming. I'm like on the track that you're on right now. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you start streaming, and it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to go start at 9 is a good average time. And it's like, okay, well, I want to stream more than like two hours. Two hours is kind of like the absolute minimum I would ever consider streaming. Because like, you just kind of feel like you're just getting started after like a couple hours. So like, if I can go three hours, perfect, nine to, nine to 12. It's like, well, you know, once it hits midnight, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm having a lot of fun. I'm wide awake. People are chatting and stuff. Okay, I'm going to stick around a little longer. Oh, or I just got a raid or something. Someone someone raided me. It's like, okay, well, I can't go to bed yet. Or, you know, you know, whatever. It's like, this is an interesting part in the game. You want to wait. Or like a Sid Meier's, you, oh, you want to just one more turn, one more just turn. One more turn. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's one in the morning. Like even last night, I was up to like, I think I was streaming almost until 1.30 because I was, I was at the ending of Baldur's Gate. 
so I wanted to finish it because I was at the last boss fight. I was like, all right, I got to beat this tonight. So let's just stay up and obviously I'd have a hard limit, hard limit at like two maybe, but like I was like, you know, going along and finally it's 1.30, I finished it. I'm like, yes, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> but yeah, was, I don't know. Huh. Just I just, and the, the no sleep thing, I've gotten kind of, I've just, again, because I gradually went up to it, I think I've gotten more used to it. And I can average, typically before COVID, you know, I'd actually have to go in the office um i would actually get i would actually get more like four four hours four to four and a half hours sometimes some nights if i was dumb and i step a little later it'd be like or if kids were really bad you know woke up a bunch in the night it was like three to three and a half and that was just then i was total zombie mode but i found a four to five is like my my lowest if i can get five to six i'm in really good shape and then i basically don't sleep above six if i have an off night i'll just make sure i'll just go to bed at like you know if i'm waking up at six i'll go to bed at like I don't know, midnight, because I don't feel like I need more than six hours of sleep. I feel, I've almost like become, I've, I've almost got to a point where I feel like it's a waste of time to sleep more than six hours, even though it's stupid. I know it's wrong. It's just, it feels like it is a waste of time because I could be doing some, I could be playing video games or, you know, watch some streams and hanging out or something. I don't do something fun rather than just sleeping. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I understand <laughs> that. If, there, if I could give up sleeping and eating, I would be very happy. Oh God. Just, yeah. There's just two chores that I have to do. Yeah. Even eating's fine. It doesn't take that long. Sleeping takes up, you know, a third of your life. Eight hours a night is a third of your entire life. Like that's, that's insane. <laughs> so cut it in half and there we go. <laughs> cut it in half. There we go. Still a third of your life when you die. <laughs> die <of work laughs> <something>. so, <laughs> so you basically just treat every single day of the week. Like I treat my Sunday. Cause I can never fall asleep on Sunday. It's a common thing for me to be awake at like one in the morning. When, as I said, I have to wake up at four 30 tomorrow morning. Yeah. And that's, well, here's a... I'll say that, that's just like, standard sunday for me yeah that every day every single night um i used to have my you know my off nights i would try to get more like six to seven but even that's fallen to nothing and i get like five just mm. i don't know whether i t- some nights I actually intend to go to bed earlier and i'm like all right 11 o'clock go to bed it's like next thing i know i'm doing stuff i'm getting busy doing whatever or playing a game and having fun it's like next thing i know all right midnight 12 30 all right fine i'll go to bed at one i don't know <laughs> but but i've actually one thing i've actually uh um Oh god, I lost my thought because of that crap. Sleeping stuff. What was I gonna say? Oh, one thing that's out. Actually, become <laughs> this. Not sleeping is affecting your mental faculties. <laughs> no, you it just does. don't realize it. <laughs> so two things I've noticed that's actually affected me. Um, memory is one. Uh, my memory, like certain things, like smaller details, I'll forget a lot. Which it's again, it's not enough to really like. It's really bother me to where I'd actually like convince me to sleep more. And another one is which is actually similar to memory, is remembering words. I'll forget certain words. I'm like, oh, crap. That's why if you hear me say, uh, whatever, I'll just kind of skip it because of, you know, I don't want to dwell on it too long. But it's like, what's that word? Oh, yeah, bridge. It's just like something stupid like that even. <laughs> I mean, who really needs to know the word what most of the time? Exactly. Anyways? I mean, <laughs> uh, um, no, God, so- I can relate to this way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say one thing that's actually um kind of, I don't know, balance it out a little bit, is that now when I do sleep, I can fall asleep within like five, ten minutes. And when I'm asleep, I stay asleep. I sleep really well. I'm in like, I actually get almost the same amount of REM sleep if I get like five hours of sleep as if I do if I get like seven. Because my body's kind of conditioned that way where it knows I'm asleep, you know, go to REM quicker, get your deep sleep quicker. It's just like, I, I'm a more efficient sleeper, I think, which has helped as well. Weird. I, see, weird, I'm, but... I'm one of those people that I take forever to fall asleep, mostly because my brain doesn't shut down and I end up in existential crises and freaking myself out. Um, yeah, when you're deprived but... of sleep, it's really easy to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I think I, yeah, because usually, like, when we're doing podcast night and stuff like this, I'm up till ridiculous, you know, ridiculous ish times. Nothing like you, but I'm, uh, yeah, and then I'm just like beat as hell. So, well, like, I can literally drink a cup of coffee and go to sleep right afterwards. Like, it's, it's, it's like I can fall asleep so easily now. Oh, I do, like, when I end stream, if I if I do, you know, go straight, straight upstairs and, you know, brush my teeth, go to bed, it does take me a little bit because, you know, you're, you're in front of bright white lights, at least for me because yeah. I'm on camera. I just have my coffee, you know, talking to people, a little bit of adrenaline going and stuff like that. So, it's like, it takes me a little bit, but, like, really, like, 10 minutes maybe, and I'm done. I'm down. The issue is just when I, when kids wake up. That's the only variable I can control that <laughs> yeah. really sucks. Because some nights, you know, like the three year old will get up like two or three times, and it's you know, so your your four hours is broken up into like three chunks. It's like, oh god, yeah. you don't even like hit REM sleep that night. It's like, and you're just like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, why do I do this? In the morning, I'm like, I hate myself. I'm not doing this anymore. I need to go to bed earlier. And then that night, I'm like, eh, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> oh, humans were so wonderful. <laughs> right. There's just. 
like doing things between like eleven and one in the morning is just prime doing things time. It is. So that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, especially when you have two cups of coffee beforehand, that helps. <laughs> yeah. See, right there. I, I actually have like a hard rule. I won't allow myself to drink any caffeine after like six or seven normally. So I, I don't drink. I try to avoid drinking caffeine after noon. Is my thing because I'm such a mess. But so I, before I, I, this, I actually never drink. I actually. I, I don't even like the coffee still. I, I've never drank coffee before streaming. And like after like maybe six to months to a year of streaming, I was like, all right, I'm starting to get really tired in the morning. I need something. So I started to get a cup of coffee in the morning. And it'd be like, you know, heavily full of creamer because I can't stand the co- taste of coffee. And I've actually grown to the point where like I have, I usually have two to three cups of coffee a day. I'll have one when I first wake up and then I'll have one or two when I start streaming. Sometimes I'll have one like in midday. And if I do, then I'll reduce my night, my, my night one to just one cup. But like it used to always be like creamer in every cup of coffee. And now I've gotten to a point where I have creamer in the morning one, and it's like a sugar-free creamer or whatever. And then I'll, the other two, I won't have any creamer because I just like, I don't hey, like coffee, but I've I've learned to tolerate it. It would literally make 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 me make me gag before, like actually make me gag. I hated it, and now it's the point where it's like I can drink it. And I'm like, oh, I don't gag at all. Sweet, I can just not have creamer anymore. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 interesting. So you just got to use my strategy, like before recording or during recording. I always got to have my gin and tonic, is what it is right now. Nice. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't have one every time, but <laughs> actually, a nice thing about coffee I learned is, uh, coffee kind of dries out your mouth, which sounds bad, but it's actually kind of nice for when you're talking because I can actually like my, my my I can talk a little better like that. You don't drool all over. Yourself. You don't drool as much. Like you don't have like those enough. mouth sounds as much. Yeah, like I'm sure is incredibly audible in my microphone all the time but <laughs> oh actually that's one thing that i've uh to a question earlier that's one thing i found that's very interesting um that i didn't expect when streaming i've become very very picky with my own audio even though like <laughs> i'll make tweaks and like i'm like oh man my audio sucked last night you know, i'll ask people like what no it sounded perfect i was like no it didn't it sounded awful and it's like i just i'm <laughs> only on my own i don't care about other people's audio my own i've just become such a stickler for my own audio it's like if i hear like you know like uh, one night, you know, I had Windows updates and my mic setting like somehow reset, so I was slightly peeking throughout the night. Oh, and yeah. I'd hear it, and it would just drive me crazy. I'm like, oh my god, how did I like? Nobody told me. I didn't notice it on my 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 audio meter thing. It's like, oh god, this is terrible. And then I ask a couple people, and they're like, no, it sounds just fine. I didn't hear anything. What? <laughs> you became like this crazy audiophile person. Yeah, just with my own though. I don't care about other people's streams. It's just like it's a, my just my own audio, and like I've got like you know I've got a mixer and like a a dynamic microphone now. It's like it's I've, I've upgraded my quality. I used to have a Blue Yeti, but the Blue Yeti. So I'm, I'm in my basement. I'm like six feet from my furnace. I'm like six feet from my dryer. Got like ten feet away from a dehumidifier, and the Blue Yeti picks up sounds background sounds really really well, even with the gain at minimum. So I eventually got this mic, and it's so much better. I can actually tune most that out. So actually, uh, on that topic, I'm gonna get. I, I just want to get into the nerdy little weeds a little bit here. So like, I, I know <laughs> I've, I've seen your setup really quick before. I'm pretty sure this is like this little like closet divider thing with the pod. Stuff. The pod, yeah, it's yep. pretty baller. I have to say, but um, <laughs> so do you do sound dampening and stuff there? Do you just like, or, so- or is there anything you do with that or? The sound stuff is only to help um, reduce my sound so it doesn't wake up kids. And stuff. I'm, oh. Now my so my first when I first set up streaming, I was in my basement living room, which is like the opposite yep. corner of the house. It wasn't as bad. Now I've moved over, so I would take up like a chunk of the living room. Though sudden it's like as the kids got a little older, we started playing down there a little more often. It's like okay, it's a hideous looking you know pod in the corner. We need to kind of like move that. So I moved it over to the the other half of the basement, which is like the like the laundry room, the unfinished side. So I'm backed in the corner of the girls part of the 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 basement but i actually love it it's fantastic it turned out really well because i've got more room um i can actually set stuff up better i just basically my my sound proofing i I'm not soundproofing but kind of it's yeah. um it's yeah i've got those room dividers yeah. those like fa- fold out room dividers and i hang moving blankets on top of them okay yeah <laughs> and then on my ceiling as well because my kids are right above me it's not a finished oh, ceiling okay. it's like you, you, you can hear it pretty well thankfully there are kids and they sleep through sleep yeah, pretty well yeah. but like just you know it does help though having those up and it's it i don't have to be as quiet like when i first started streaming i you know i had to whisper really quietly you know yeah it, i wish i hated too because you, you can't like i feel like it's not as fun because you have to whisper you can't like i don't know it, it's, you can't it's get more excited and stuff you like can't that, get excited like, it's yeah exactly so now yeah, i can like, which is better but huh yeah like whenever we we would record in our in my basement sometimes and we'd just put blankets all over the walls and everything yep. and like cover the, the doors <laughs> and everything and just to dampen the sound because that was super reverby but 
Yep. And that's when they do, like a lot of people who stream have like they're in like an office of their or like a like a computer room or an office room and there's like wood floors and stuff where like, there's yep. a lot of echo. I think they don't have that because I've got the basement setup. I do have a concrete wall behind me and to my left, but I've got in front of me is open. Except I have those, you know, those room dividers with the blankets on them. So that, mm-hmm. that help, does help absorb sound. I mean, just having bit. a little bit soaks up the sound a lot. Like, yeah. Man, Plus, again, I've got a dime. I've got a little. It's not an expensive mic, but it's a dynamic microphone, so it's a lot more. Uh, I don't know the technical terms. I can't remember stuff. I I studied my audio stuff a lot, and now I've forgotten half of it, uh, just because it works now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but sleep it, deprivation. Not. <laughs> no, that's a huge part of it. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> this one picks up a lot better. It's actually like a. It's a Shure SM58, which is actually like a microphone that like singers oh, use. Yeah, I have. Uh, those are the kind. When I uh, in, in high school, I played in a band. Actually, nice. Yeah, uh, we were we were awful. Um, but um, uh, <laughs> we no, that's I, I the the microphones we use are sure SM58s. Actually, I think. Yeah, they're awesome, um, and yeah, and it's meant for vocals. Great. So you yeah. put it like right in front of your mouth. It's you're supposed to do it really close to the mic. So it's it helps reduce oh, yeah. background noise by we a ton. We would sing really, one of uh, the the lead guy in the band would sing really close. Is he actually had to throw his away because it got so gross? But <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a cover of a. Uh, pop filter of mine. Nobody pop filter, yeah, that's that's the smart way to go. But yeah. obviously, when you're doing live, you know, music and stuff, it's a little different. But <laughs> yeah, but huh, that's cool. So um, uh, like, what you know, this is kind of just. I I, I kind of asked you already what surprised you about the whole thing, but like, what what are you surprised that you enjoy so much about doing this? Like, you know, obviously it sounds like this has shifted your life quite a bit and everything. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like, it feels like it's been a major life change, but it kind of has been um, Um, like what, what surprised you about doing this that you really are like, this is a good thing and I'm happy for doing it that you didn't expect. I found out I'm a lot more social than I thought it was. I like talking to people more than I thought. Like I consider myself, you know, pretty not, not introverted, but like I, I, I can be fine in social situations, but I'm like, I prefer just, you know, me and my family or whatever, me by myself, whatever, doing stuff. You're kind but of like, a private person is how I yeah, say it. Yeah, but, like, you know, but I think, it, I don't know if it was part of, it was, part of it was the job change because, so when I moved to my, when I got my new job, like at my old job, you know, with you, it was a lot of people I'd talk to all, like everyone, 10, at least 10 people I'd talk to on a daily basis and chat for a few <laughs> minutes at least. And then my new job, it's like, it's a very different kind of a different culture. It's not more like businessy professionally and less people who are like me and like you, less, you know, gamers, less like, less younger people too. So it was just like, I almost felt like it was, I don't know, it was almost a little more lonely working there. A little fish so out of water actually, kind of thing. What's that? Oh, like a fish out of water kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And it actually was kind of like a loneliness thing almost. So it's like, I think uh, that's when, again, I started, you know, that uh, one person there introduced me to Twitch and that's when I started, oh, this is cool. I can watch people and talk to them while they're playing games. And then I started streaming. I can talk to people too. And now it's like, I, I enjoy interacting with people in that way. It's 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 really fun, which I didn't expect to be like that at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's actually one of the biggest ones. Huh. I've actually had a similar thing to that when uh, I've always kind of perceived myself as being more of like an introverted person. I don't really talk to people that much. Yeah. Because that that was just kind of like the thing I was known for when I worked at McDonald's. That just I wasn't <laughs> that big on socializing. That weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when I ended up getting my job where I work now and I became a driver and suddenly, you know, six hours of my day, I'm just by myself in a truck driving forever. I realized that I actually did kind of get lonely, yep. which is like what led to the whole like me and Fletcher emailing things back and forth all the time. Just like having a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like just like having someone to talk to, which right. led to me and Fletcher having what me and him perceived as being really, really interesting conversations. <laughs> and then we're like, other people probably want to listen to this. I don't think they really want to listen to it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they get what they pay for. It's free. Um, yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's how I feel about streaming too. It's like it's totally a hobby. I don't expect. I mean, I make a little bit of money off it. It's not. It's nothing at all. It barely fuels itself. Actually, no, it doesn't. I'm actually quite negative by a lot. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, how much did that mic and mixer cost you again? Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, the the mic's only like a hundred-ish bucks, and the mixer's only like fifty. So that's actually not much. It's just yeah. building the whole. Because remember, I I was going off my work laptop. Yeah. I had to buy a desk and buy a, build a whole computer, which actually has you know be able to run stuff. So it's you know yeah. GTX 1080 and an i7 8700. So you know PC and I mean, everything. I've invested at least probably two or almost three thousand dollars for the past like two years doing yeah. this. So it's quite a bit of money, and obviously I've not made that in return. But I don't expect to. It's it's a fun yeah. hobby. I, I expect to dump money into it. 
I mean, it's the same thing like for with us. You know, we spent we spent money on on the podcast and everything. I pay, ho- you know, we pay for the hosting and everything and stuff like that. You know, we yeah. haven't made a dime off this thing, but <laughs> right. it's been. I mean, every every step of it's been worth it. Like, yeah, you no, know, it's I, been, I, and I think I feel like that's kind of the same thing you're saying there. Yeah, and I I love doing it. It's, it's again, it's a hobby, but I f- like it's a hobby that I take seriously too. Because like I like I like being mm-hmm. professional with it. I like having a good sounding stream, good looking stream. And I I have gotten to the point where I'm actually kind of proud of what I built too. Because I mean, I've got I mean, my average viewership has gone up a lot since I started. Obviously, you start with zero. I'm thinking about like ten or fifteen now. It depends on what I'm playing. If I'm playing Dwarf Fortress, I can get up to like I can get up to like thirty people if I'm playing Dwarf Fortress, which is insane. That's yeah, that's actually pretty pretty that's, sweet. Yeah, it's you're crazy. actually pretty decent on your stream numbers, so. It really depends on that's that's one thing I've learned a lot too is it depends on the game. Uh if, if when I played like shooters, you'd get no new people at all ever because mm-hmm. you're so far down in the directory. But if I'm playing games where people can actually find me, you get more people stopping by. Yeah, um games that actually have like communities like Dwarf Fortress is easy. I'm I'm pretty active on this on the uh the subreddit. So that helps too, so people kinda know me from that and you can come transition over and pop over to my Twitch and say hi and talk about the forts and stuff like that. And, and actually have... and actually meeting people helps a lot too like you know when you're hanging out on other streams you get to know them and you know they might raid you or something and bring some people over and they hang out for a while or whatever yeah. do you have um do you have like a certain like core of your viewer base that kind of just follows you no matter what game you're playing or do you find that it is very dependent on the game um so when i used to jump around a lot between like shooters and stuff i found that a lot of people don't like to watch shooters so if i play a shooter it's typically like like when i played halo actually no halo is different i think halo is more nostalgic so actually a lot of people did stop by but like mm-hmm. when i played like a call of duty game like no like nobody came by i mean yeah. no, i shouldn't say nobody but you know only a couple like the people who come by every stream they'll come by and say hi but they won't like stay for a while to stay for long it's like oh hey how's it going good how are you good you know, chat they, they pull me gone. basically yeah, no, that, that's honestly, that's, that's what Twitch is about, though. That's what I do all the time. I'll pop by someone's stream and say, hi, hey, how's it going? You know, chat, chat for a few minutes, and then I'll just, you know, slide away. I won't say bye. I'll just, you know, just kind of disappear after a while. Yep. <laughs> Which, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's literally works. me. It's like, I pop in, you occasionally say something that I think I feel I should chime in on. You're like, oh, hey, John, we talk for, like, yeah. three messages, and then I'm just like, all right, ten minutes well, have gone by. Time to try and fall asleep. And here's another thing, too. <laughs> Twitch is very heavily like built from lurkers. People who are have your stream up but they're not actually actively chatting. Mm. Typically what I found is people like especially like Dwarf Fortress, if I'm playing Dwarf Fortress, people who are watching me are typically also playing Dwarf Fortress. So like it'll be quiet for a while. I'll have, like let's say like fifteen or twenty viewers and it'll be kinda quiet. So then I'll like, you know, prompt a question or I'll like do something like that to spark conversation and people will chime in all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's like okay, so there's people watching, they're just playing Dwarf Fortress as well. It's <laughs> kinda weird. It's kinda weird. Like other <laughs> like, things going on. <laughs> like someone's like hey how's it going hey it's kind of quiet in here and then a bunch of people are like oh no we're here oh i'm here hey how's it going it's like oh never mind <laughs> it's weird and again like the, the game can like so at the beginning of this year i started playing a lot of rpgs mm-hmm. like bigger rpgs like uh like assassin's creed odyssey and like witcher 3 and like those games actually had a lot less people stop by but then when i play like yeah like the strategy games i get a lot more people and lurkers too i don't it's 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 weird i also, jumping between games actually hurt me a lot, too. So, actually, last year, I made the mistake of getting back into World of Warcraft, which I hadn't played since, like, 2010. <laughs> and uh, that was, like, some people were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get into that, too. So, I had, like, I had, like 10 of us who actually got back into WoW for a while. Uh, you know, they kind of dropped off after a while. Some of them dropped off. And then, like, after a while, it was, like, just me who was still playing. I got into Classic WoW, and, I, and then I eventually got bored of that. And then I was like, okay. And, and you know, viewership was kind of dropping, too, because of that, because it's World of Warcraft. A lot of people kind of... Dislike. People have a very strong hatred of that game. <laughs> people have an opinion of the game regardless yes, of how good or bad it is. And yeah. it's also a saturated directory, so you're not going to find new people really, very occasionally. And then I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm not enjoying the game anyway, and streams are really slow. I'm just going to stop playing WoW because any I couldn't even make progress anyway because I I do only stream like 15 hours a week, 15 to 20 hours, and in a game like in WoW, you really can't make a whole lot of progress with that much time. No. So I just was falling behind, and, and I was again I wasn't enjoying the game at all. Classic WoW was you know fun back in the day when I had unlimited free time and i could you know no life the whole game and now you can't that's, so it's like yeah that's rose colored glasses man <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> so, so i quit that and that's when i started getting to, like rpgs and stuff and then that's like then the people slowly started coming back and then it happened to like it, it whenever i try to game whenever i game hop too much that, i've noticed a negative impact from that hmm. um like and also i'm a, I'm a bit i love i love like data and analytics and stuff so i pay a lot of attention to that and like how stuff does i don't necessarily like play games just i won't like play games just to get viewers but it's very interesting to like see like what games do attract people and like who comes back for what games and like i don't know there's like 
data analytics and also like a sociology thing. It's just it's very interesting to like observe. I don't know. And like yeah. what games people are chatting and which one games they're not, which Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like there's a lot to unpack with that that probably none of us are qualified to like oh, really yeah. make determinations <laughs> on, but like, you know, how the pe- how people interface with a specific game and how they react to it based on that and everything. Like I I feel like they're, you know, especially with like the psychic like the the magic psychographics and how people interface with that. I feel like that plays into like the type of people you get in a game and how they I don't know it's just I feel like there's a big psychological sociological web there that could really be interesting if if it was explored heavily but yeah it is I mean even what I've observed is it's very weird to learn like how how people work and how like yeah like if you jump like because you know let's say if if you love watching yeah only strategy games you don't care about RPGs at all it's like you come to watch me play strategy game I've been playing RPG the next day you're like eh yeah it's just it's it's interesting. Then people then then you get the people who actually like get to know you more and come for you rather than the stream, which is or rather than the game, which is kind of kind of the goal. You want people to come for you, mm-hmm. which when you get that, that's awesome. When you get someone who's been you know subscribed to you for you know a year, it's like holy crap, you've been you know subscribing every month for a whole, for a whole year. That's insane that you actually yeah. want to keep coming back and you actually want to watch me. It's like it's it's really weird. It's also very humbling too because it's like I don't know like. <laughs> depending this, on what you're doing i feel like this is really boring people are like no this is awesome oh like, okay this cool. this person finds you fascinating enough that they've stuck with you and given you five dollars for yeah. a year it's cool yeah it's it's, like, it's, it's uh, again very interesting it's a very very interesting thing to pay attention to i don't know so something that you've mentioned multiple times now is like your viewership count and all that how how much does viewers affect what you will and will not stream like it has there ever been a game that you personally really wanted to play but like the viewership numbers just weren't there so you just stopped playing it on stream or do you still just do you primarily just play the things you enjoy because you enjoy them and just kind of hope the viewership numbers come i've kind of found a blend so i i did when i was doing like only the rpgs like assassin's creed odyssey um I was getting bored of the game and there was like nobody watching. So it was perfect. Like, okay, I'm just not going to play it. Cause for one, I'm not having fun. And two people aren't obviously enjoying it. Um, one game Xenoblade Chronicles uh, was remastered for the switch. And I was so excited. Cause I wanted to play the game so bad. I played it on three DS. I never beat it. And I was like, this is fun. I love it. But like people weren't watching or caring. And it made me kind of not dislike the game, but it made me want to play the game off stream because I felt like I'd enjoy it more anyway mm-hmm. that way. But I don't know if I'd really say I've actually quit a game because people didn't like watching it. I mean, it's typically more that I I think it more is like when I'm not liking a game, it's very easy to tell. So people will not really be enjoy watching as much, which in turn means so I'm not having fun. Less people are watching then I quit the game. Yeah. So I guess not. There's never been a time where like nobody's watching me, but I'm having a ton of fun. I'm going to quit this game. I don't think there's really been that exact scenario. It's more. Like Xenoblade, for example, I it was more of like, I'm going to play this off stream, which actually I've not really done much. I did for like a week and then I got distracted with other games, <laughs> which that's one thing too. Is like now I, if you don't count, if you count streaming as like not free time, I have like no free time because obviously wife, kids, job, streaming, sleep. I have like half an hour before stream and I'll usually hang, do something like 15 minutes after stream before, you know, to kind of wind down before bed. So I do actually have very limited free time and Wednesday and Sunday when I'm off. I will typically catch up on like laundry or some cleaning stuff. Maybe I'll, that's my extra time to watch streams and hang out with people, you know, um, or just play games on my own or with friends or just hang out in discord with some people. So it's, it's hard for me to play a single player game sometimes like that, especially cause Xenoblade's like a 150 hour long game, which is really long. Bit of a time commitment there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, here's a 20 hour game that you can just, you know, beat in a week. It's like, Nope, 150 hours. Uh, okay. I'll beat it in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, we've all done that, but um, so like, if somebody was wanted to start out streaming, like from your pers- and just from your perspective, what piece or gem of advice would you give them? Um, I mean, the, the never know dead air is one of the biggest things. Learn to just talk to yourself and a, a few things. Yeah, one thing would be always keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um watch your vods is one of the biggest ones because again when you're when you're done streaming spend time and skim through your your video and see you know what you did and how you know 
mm-hmm. what you think you could do better and improve on stuff. Um, don't worry about equipment at first. Don't go out and buy a ton of expensive stuff. I mean, I bought a Blue Yeti mic, which is like the standard everyone says to go buy one. It's actually not the greatest, but it's it was just you know I bought whatever. <laughs> so it. I didn't. But you could go out and spend like five hundred bucks on a mic and five and a thousand dollars on on a DSLR camera and stuff like that. It's like don't you know don't do that until you're for sure know you really like it. If you're expecting to make money off of it, then uh, I don't know. That's a whole that's a whole different topic. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> somebody else. Yeah, no. We're, <laughs> like, I mean, that's... here's the thing with you know that I like with your story and everything is is that like anybody can do this. You have a computer that can connect to the internet with a mic, and you can do it from your couch. You know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be top notch. No, <laughs> it does not have like, to be. And sometimes it'll... you you can do something for fun, and it can last three years, like this dumb podcast, but. <laughs> And and a lot of the a lot of things like streaming, like growing as a stream too, is also very, very it's a very much so a business. Like if you're looking at it in a way of like mm-hmm. making money, like I've I've spent tons of time like listening and watching stuff about about streaming and about content creation and YouTube and everything like that. And like when I'm driving, I'll always have like a podcast or like a you know, video on in the background while I'm to listen to, like talking about that stuff and like it's very much so a business if you yeah. want to look at it that way. If you want to actually make money off it, it's a hundred percent a business. You you can actually like improve that and you can actually you know, attract, you, you can find other ways of growing your stream. Cause when you just stream and you're just playing a game, you're probably not going to grow your stream very much, or it's gonna be mm-hmm. very, very slow. You kind of need to do other things along with it. You need to uh, network, you need to make content on other sites like YouTube. YouTube is one of the, probably the main way I'd recommend people get new viewers. If you make content on YouTube and kind of redirect that into your Twitch is one of the pretty commonly given out pieces of advice, but it's it, just because Twitch is so oversaturated. There's, tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of streamers out there yep it's just it's insane because like you said anyone with a mic and an internet connection can basically stream <laughs> so there's so many people it's just you kind of have to find a way for people to find you i don't know i i always get sidetracked so much i don't remember what your that, question was no that's exactly what that's exactly what i was looking for so <laughs> again sleep, sleep deprivation, deprivation. <laughs> yeah, but... okay sorry quick thing on that that's, that's actually uh kind of a fun it's a funny thing that happens all the time when i'm streaming I'll of course be talking the whole time I'm streaming. I'm, you know, asking questions, whatever. If I ask questions, someone will answer it like five seconds later and I'll read their answer and I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, I just answered your question. I'm like, I asked a question. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and actually it's not even just like a sleep deprivation. That's just because you ask questions naturally while you're playing, you know, while you're talking to yourself out loud. And it's like, oh yeah, I asked a question. I didn't it was more rhetorical, but you know, yeah. you still get answers, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's a funny thing of I do all the time. <laughs> the, the number of times when I was watching you stream Total War Warhammer, when you're just like, wait, what was, what was I doing just now? <laughs> oh, it's so easy, it's, it's so easy to get sidetracked because you, you're playing, all of a sudden someone brings up something interesting in chat and you go on like a total you know, sidetrack and go for like 10 minutes talking about this other thing and you come back to your game like, oh, where the hell was I? It's like, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing too, is like it's another skill you have to acquire too. You're just, you know, watching your chat and talking to chat and then, oh, wait, I have to focus on my game too. And then it's like, yeah, it's, Again, another weird thing that yeah. you have to get used to. Watching people who can like play action games and stuff like that, or like games with a lot of interaction or memory, like some of those strategy games, like, like yeah. Dwarf Fortress is one that I can't believe, man. Like that would be that would be hard. But like watching them like be able to do both of those things at the same time is just yep. insane. Like, <laughs> uh, and Dwarf Fortress, I mean, I can be playing alone, paying attention, taking notes practically, and still lose place where I'm doing stuff. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It also makes it entertaining, though, too, because, I mean, losing is fun, and that's true as a viewer as well. I mean, <laughs> that's content right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, all right. I think we're, we're getting up to time here, so we can, um, uh, why don't we wrap this one up? Do you have, um, do you have anything you want to share uh, before we close Holy this crap, up, Nick, or anything? I think yeah. this is 10 already. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Thanks for having me. It was fun. I just yeah. went by super fast. What the heck? See, it's a good time, but <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we'll see if schedules work out again or something. If this, you know, yeah, oh. I'll do it again. That was fun. But Doesn't um, have to be stream related. It can be game related too. Oh Magic yeah, totally. We're we're help, talking but... we're talking games a lot now, and you're somebody who knows games. So I'm, uh, but I'm, uh, you know, obviously as is proven by this episode and stuff like that. You know, we thought you'd have a lot of really good insights on streaming as a hobby and everything, and you know, you know all that. So I'm. Uh, but uh, we we very much appreciate you um uh, coming on and everything. So um you know if people want to follow your follow your stream or whatever where um where can they find you? Twitch is easiest. So Twitch.tv/slash/GreatPadinsky is probably the easiest. Okay. I, I'll put, I, I have I'll a Twitter put that in the show notes too. Okay, thank you. I do have a Twitter, but I don't. I mean, it's 
I post stuff there, and I, I'm actually on Twitter all the time. I don't post a lot of my own stuff. I retweet stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a... It's similar like Reddit. I'm not much of a... I'm a, I'm heavy, heavily a lurker. I'll like stuff and upvote stuff, occasionally comment. I don't really post my own stuff that much, so... Yeah. <laughs> but I do share does, a lot of news. Where does the username come from? Um, <laughs> I was like... Oh, God. I was like... I don't even know. Eight? Maybe ten? When I created... No. Oh, wait, how long is it? It's with my Steam account, I think, actually. Um, My Steam account's like... 15 or 16 years old i think it's super old um i don't know i was just a kid and i made an account and i was like great Podinsky. it sounds like i'm like a magician or something which is actually why i got the magician theme which i'm actually not i might be changing soon because i'm i'm not a magician i don't really care about that kind oh of man stuff. rebranding like, yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> rebrand pretty soon not change the name the name is fine everyone knows yeah. great Podinsky or gp or Podinsky. so it's like yeah that's dope so. would never change the name but i might change the art but yeah so i just i made it up as a kid i thought it was you know, kind of cool because it's a magician and stuff and it just stuck i've gone through other iterations and for a while actually i used uh a username that was a variance of my first and last name which yep. i very quickly had to change when i started streaming because you don't really want that info out online <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i i, I remember because i i had that information to contact you in a lot of ways yeah and all of a sudden that stuff went dead like <laughs> yep. yep i i, yeah. I mean that's something that's sorry you're trying to do an outro but no it's uh, all good that's when they do like when you get when you do with streaming it's like it's security is a very big issue privacy is a big big mm-hmm. thing because you don't want people to find you dox you so like create brand new everything i created an, i i actually bought a domain you know com. i set up a g suite account so i pay five bucks a month and i get an email mm-hmm. that's actually at greatpitsky.com and i created a, a business paypal account and assigned it to that i have like everything tied to that everything is separate i've tried to search my own name to make sure i don't find anything on myself or my location or anything like that and it's like just because there are there are freaks out there and i think it's it's less of an issue for uh, for guys actually a worse issue for female streamers yeah, because probably. people are ridiculous but yeah, yeah so people are awful is what it people is are people are awful and yeah people like to dox even if it's trolling it's still like i don't want anything being related to my family or anything at all or trackable to my family so it's like i mean it'd be one thing, thing if it was just you sitting around getting doxxed right like who cares right. kind of like yeah. it, it's like it sucks but whatever but it's like when you have a family and kids and stuff like that it's like yeah that's exactly that's that's when the issue comes in even a workplace too like if i I work at a professional mm-hmm. company so it's like you know what if you know somehow yeah. stuff goes there and people start you know spam calling and emailing and you know it's, mm-hmm. so anyway sorry sidetrack but that's no hey that's yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, uh, yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. But um, uh, again, thank you very much for um uh, coming out and um uh, taking the time to to do this with us. We really appreciate uh, your insights and everything. So. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah. So um, uh, if anybody wants to find us, you can find us at the the normal places. You can send feedback to the local meta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at the local meta PC. Uh, check out the local meta.com. There's all the fun links and stuff there. You'll be able to find um the episode notes with the link to um the stream and also you can find a link to our discord there come hang out as i said we do a bunch of dumb streams and stuff like that in our voice chat so come say hi answer my damn pokedex question because it's super friggin fascinating um <laughs> and i'm a narcissist so all right but i'm uh, again thanks and um uh, john do you have any last comments or no. any last comments no cool no nope. see ya all right cool well we will catch you next time see ya